Okay, girls, full disclosure, this episode might piss you off. It might rub you the wrong way. We are about to lay out some truth bombs about money mindset that we've been taught not to talk about, but that's okay. It needs to be said. We love money and we hope that when you finish this episode, you love money too. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, girls, this this is one of those topics that people don't like to talk about. People don't like to talk about money. It can make you feel prickly. It can make you feel uncomfortable. It can kind of give you like that weird feeling in your stomach. Like, we didn't talk about money in the house we grew up in, or this was like a taboo topic. We hope you stick with us on this episode. This is what needs to be said. We need to learn to start having these conversations about money, get more comfortable talking about money, and shift our money mindset. How can we do better if we're not learning learning in this area of our life. As women, we've been like taught not to really speak about this. And we're here to show you that, no, we're not playing that game anymore. We're ripping off the Band-Aid and we're going to dive in. Let's do it. Let's do it. You ready? Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> well, so how this all started is I started having like a major girl crush on our girl Jen Sincero. Woot, woot. I mean, man, if you've read any of her books, I think that, you, I haven't read, I haven't crossed too many paths with people where they're like, eh, their books didn't really do anything for me. So someone had introduced me to her book, How to Be a Badass. And of course, you I mean, the title's sexy, right? I mean, you got to agree. The title is captivating. So I'm like, well, this could be another one of those books that is all hype and not a lot of meat. And man, was I wrong. I like plowed through her first book and I was like, I need more. I need more. And then I'm looking on all of her social and she's like, stay tuned, girls. Uh, The new book about money mindsets coming out, like how to be a badass at making money. And I'm like, yes, this book is for me. Like, I know, like Jen, like wrote this book for me. She doesn't know this yet because we're not (laughs) friends yet. Yet, but let's let's get her on the podcast. I know, right? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Dream goals. Dream goals. goals. Yes. So I read the book when it came out. I think I had gotten like a pre-order copy on Amazon, um, got it, like devoured it, like really, like I couldn't get enough of it. And I'm like, oh my God, every page, it was like, boom, I'm, you know, mind blown, It, it, mind blowing at every new chapter. I'm like, yes, like why, why is, why am I in my late 40s and why am I just, hearing about this now like who's like pulled the wool over my eyes like this is such bullshit that no one no one has talked about this before like uh, maybe there were other people before jen 
I feel like she packages it really well. I mean, her her writing style, if you've read any of her books, are so awesome. She writes very conversationally. So I think that's something that I gravitated to. But I was like, yes, let's have this conversation. So after I got done with the book, like the first thing that's going through my head, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to order a bunch of these books for my friends. And I'm like, ooh, who's going to think this is weird? And I'm like, I'm going to. So I got I got a few copies. I got one and I sent it to, I think I sent one to Alyssa. Um, that's, I think, I'm pretty sure about that. I sent one to my sister for sure. And I sent one to Christy. And I put really nice like notes, like different notes, like my sister. I mean, yeah, we grew up a certain way. So like that was really easy. And, you know, Christy and I have similar backgrounds. We'll share about that in a bit. Um, yeah, but I put a little love note in there and I said, you know, like this, this book, like just truly blew my mind. I hope, you know, you can get some tidbits out of it and, you know, dropped it in the mail. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. So I get the book and I'm like, what the actual F is this? Does she think I have a problem with money? And I was pissed because the title of the book is You're a Badass at Making Money. And I put it down and was super offended, okay? Ryan, my husband, came home from work, and I was like, look at the shit that Bess sent me. And he's like, whatever. And he just Mind like, Mind you, I, I, this is only the second time I've heard this story. She never told me this part of and, the story. <laughs> no, I was trying to keep our friendship going. So I was super pissed. This book got set on a shelf for- It triggered you. Yeah, it triggered me 100%. The title, you didn't even open it, and the title triggered the you. The title triggered me. And I didn't know who Jen Sincero was, and I didn't you care. You didn't give two shits about and it. And I was like, Beth just thinks she's better. This is bullshit. Okay. So I set the book down, never look at it. I happen to be listening to another podcast. And this is months later. I'm listening to another podcast. And Jen Sincero is the guest. And I'm like, okay, like, let me let me listen to this. Like, let me, let me see what she has to say here since I have this shitty book. And <laughs> from my rude friend... Who I'm not going to talk to. No, I'm just kidding. From my insensitive friend. (laughs) My insensitive friend. Uh, And I listened to Jen on the podcast and my mind is blown. I am like, what? Like instantly goosebumps. And like it felt like my brain was going through like some grinder or something because it was like getting flipped all over with like how much my money mindset was super unhealthy. So I was like, okay. I am going to check this book out. So my daughter, Kaya, was probably four or five months old and she would only nap on me. So nursed her to nap and then you couldn't set her down. That was how we rolled for about nine months. So I had a lot of time in the, you know, during morning nap and then afternoon nap where I was sitting kind of like stuck. Trapped. Under a trapped baby. Trapped under a baby. We try to not say trapped because it's a really special time. Oh. And that brings the You're negative. loving cuddling with the baby. And honestly, okay. now she's two and I'm like, I wish I had those days back. So I get it. But anyways, so she's on me and I'm like, I can't read a book. I haven't read a book since she was born because who has time for that? Well, I didn't have time for that. So I downloaded it and I started listening and instantly, okay, if you listen to her voice, like she's like telling it how she's it is. She's a good storyteller too. Her, she's a great storyteller. And I was instantly connected and I could not like I was like Kaya when are you going to go back to sleep because I want to keep listening to this book. I'm pretty sure within like a handful of days I had devoured the whole thing. The audiobook. So it's 
totally life-changing. And I told my husband a couple of chapters in, I'm like, Ryan, you need to check this book out. And he's like, okay, whatever. I'm like, no, you need to download it on Audible and listen to it because it is life-changing. And I was like kind of sharing some like money mindset things that like I had learned and like how I was shifting. And like, I felt this huge like change inside me. And it was like happening so quickly that I was like, whoa, it was almost overwhelming because it was a really quick, quick shift for me. So he started listening. First chapter, he's like, eh, I don't know. She's a little dry. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you are missing it. So he keeps keep going. Keep reading, buddy. Keep listening. <laughs> he keeps listening. I was like, she makes the book. Uh, he keeps reading. He's like, okay, I, I dig her. Like, I dig her. She's awesome. And he's like, whoa. And so we started having conversations in our marriage, you know, about money mindset and like what that looked like and how we were raised and like what we've learned in life and like the changes we wanted to make. And we had a daughter who was, I think it was about five months old then, and how we could make this different for her. So it was a really big deal for us. Ryan said to me, and so if you've read the book, you know, like she's like, go buy that one thing or like go that one big purchase, right? That like puts you on a limb sort of thing. Yep. Um, And he's like, we're going to go buy a car. And uh, we need Your cars we, were like our cars were older yeah. they were like functioning just fine but we wanted and want something that served our family better and i was like okay and i was like all for this because i was like money mindset shifted like i want to like go like <laughs> full force forward and ryan was a little bit like yeah okay let's ease into this but so we bought the car and it's the car that i drove to my first meeting with beth where we decided, if you listen to our first episode, where we decided to start this journey of working together. So this is all, this gives me goosebumps right now. Like I have goosebumps over my body because it's such a powerful uh, story that I guess we've been living. Like our journey feels mm-hmm. very powerful to me. And like, how and I didn't is- know any of the car story until like today. I think, I think earlier today was the first time I heard that. But I remember thinking when I met you at happy hour, you know, you had been driving an old Jetta since college. And yeah. when you met Ryan, he had been driving the same car. And like your car, like you said, they're perfectly functional. They're getting us mm-hmm. to point from point A to point B. But you rolled up in this sexy car that I was like, this is so you. Yeah. Like, holy shit, badass, brand new car. And I'm like, it's a Christy couple years old. Des- <laughs> well, but like brand Christy new to deserves to have this awesome car. Like you guys deserve to have this beautiful car. And I didn't even know any of the backstory, but that's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, hell yeah. Like you saw the worth in yourself. Like you stepped up your game. Yeah. So you had no idea where that I came didn't from. have any of you that probably backstory. would have assumed I read that book years or months and months and months before that. Right. Well, and we didn't, we hadn't <laughs> talked about it. You know, yeah. I'm not going to like send someone a book and then require you to do a book report with me. Yeah. I'm like, I think people Pick up the book when they're supposed to pick up the book. I 100% agree. And it was the perfect time for me. So that was. Thank God you didn't like kick our friendship to the curb with the offense of me sending it in the first place. (laughs) Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So I that was life changing for me, life changing for my husband, life changing for our family. And honestly, there's no going back. So. Um, yeah, there's no going back for us. And the shift has been so powerful that like we're here because we really want to share this with you uh, and how like the road that we've sort of walked to get here and how we've like made adjustments and changed our mindset and how we're continuing to work on it. And we're hoping that you stick with us. Yeah, it's just crazy like 
how as a young, especially as a young woman, like how we're programmed to talk or not talk about money, um, how it's, you know, girls, you know, I, Christy and I, I think one of the big commonalities that bonded us like right away years, 13 years ago when we met is we both have only have sisters. She has one sister. I have two. We were raised by like strong, badass women that were single moms, not of their own do, you know, I mean, Christy's mom like put a firm stop and, you know, got out of a relationship that was very unhealthy for her. My mom, her, my dad left just like bailed. So they were both left in these situations. They're like, okay, we have little kids. How are we going to do this? Like they are like the OGs of hustlers. 100%. My mom is like incredible, super, like her work ethic is incredible. Strong, strong, strong woman. And so many, and same for Beth, like so many of these these assets are like these qualities that we've gained as women uh, that have gotten us to this point in life, we gain from our moms. So there's like the, like you say, the double ed, the double edged sword, yeah. right? Uh, where is that we were taught like you got to work hard, you know, this, I, I think that was the old mentality, right? Like uh, you have to work really hard to get up in life and to make it in life. Um, and the, also as women too, as women, women we are told yeah. to You're be quiet and club. not talk, yeah, not talk about money. So it's, it's like very taboo. So yeah. And generationally our, our parents experienced the same thing. Like they it did was taught. They were taught by their parents. There's nothing that was bad about it. It's just, it's how it's always was. It, it's, how, it's how it was always done. Yes. And so Beth and I both, I think I can speak for both of us here. We, we've had periods in life where we have worked ourselves to the bone, like complete burnout. Uh, I once had to close my business down because I was just so burnt out. And it was, it I once had to you. move to Puerto Rico because that I was true. so burned out. <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty drastic when you're selling everything in your life. You're like selling all of my worldly possessions. I sold my car, rented out my house and said, peace out. I'm moving to the islands. And everyone's like, are you okay?" I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I'm totally having a midlife crisis. Like I'll be in the islands. If you need me, I'll be in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. And those the the mid 2000s, the what they did to us as women, that hustle and grind and like you have to like prove yourself and success was your self-worth and like work yourself to the bone hustle in, hard Ugh. yeah to the demise of nearly everything in your life absolutely have a nanny raise your kids don't have a great marriage mm-hmm. you know infidelity distrust i mean it, like if you're working yourself to the bone there's things that are going to you have something has to give. Yeah. And in the whole like trading your time for money. Right. So that whole mentality of I, if I don't work, like I have to work X amount of hours to make this much money. And like you are never going to get ahead because you just you can no. only work so much. And if we aren't working, like I would feel guilty running a small business for years. Like I would feel super guilty if I was not working. Yep. And like I was taking like time off that I shouldn't be taking off. So when in all reality, you needed that time off to recharge. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I I spent many, many years, tens, tens of many years more than I would like to admit, trying to outwork my poor, my poor girl that I grew up like that poor girl demon chased me around for years. And I'm like, I will just outwork her. Mm-hmm. I will show like that, like poor pitiful Beth that like, grew up on welfare, like 
F this, like I, I can outwork this. And that doesn't work. Like you, but you don't, you don't realize that it's not working until you're already burnt out. Burnt out. And for me, I would, uh, achievements, accomplishments, like um, being successful, having money, that was my self-worth, you know, that was really tied to that. And it has nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. Well, you didn't go so as far as to buy a $610,000 house in Edina like I did. I got real extreme with, I'll show you how <laughs> successful I am. I'm super successful with my brand new BMW and my $600,000 house that I can't afford in mm-hmm. a family neighborhood and I'm a single woman. Like what, what literally the week after I moved into that house, my sister had come over to help me do some organizing and hanging up some pictures. And I looked at her and I go, she's, she said something. She goes, so how is it? I go, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Ooh. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, no. And, you know, she's that person that I can be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't dare admit that to anybody else because I tried so hard to prove to everybody else that my zip code meant, meant that I had made it. And she just looked at me like, <laughs> my sister's so wise. She gave me that look of, yeah, I already knew. Glad oh. you figured it out. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, now I'm stuck. Oh, now what? No. Yeah. Joan dropping the truth. Bombs. I know. That house uh. always represented something weird for me. It was not, it was never that house that felt like a home. It was a house that I was forcing it to be something because, because I had so much lacking in in my money mindset area. Yeah. Like I I just hadn't done the work because I didn't even know what work I needed to do at that point. That makes total sense. But I'm sense. so glad I went through that because now today I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm not that person anymore. The life experience you gain right throughout yeah. it is is incredible. And it's what shapes us as human beings. And right. we are in a different place now and and still like fighting out of it, right? It's, it's not a- It doesn't magically go away. It doesn't magically go away. It's a constant- Unfortunately. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? I know. But then, but you know, like the journey is where all the good stuff happens. Absolutely. You know, just getting to the destination and going, oh yeah, well that was anticlimactic. So much of like what our friendship has been through over the years, um, business ups and downs, a love romance ups and downs, Mm -hmm. like all of that is, that is all interweaved with all this conversation we're having today. It really is. It, It truly is. And we really want this to be like a safe place to talk about money. So yes. we want to celebrate yes. your successes. We want you to celebrate each other's successes. And this is a safe place. So we kind of started this saying, full disclosure, this might f- piss you off. It might not feel good. And that we love money. And we do. So we really, really, really hope that throughout our podcast, we can encourage you to do the same. Well, so how do we get out of this, Christy? Like, how do we you know, the this? money, like... The, all the stuff we were taught when we were young, like money doesn't grow on trees. Don't mm-hmm. be wasteful. You have to work really, really hard to be successful and to prove yourself. Like, how do you how do you overcome this? Like, what are you doing for Kaya? Yeah. So like the generational shift in our household for us. Right. So we are teaching our child that money is good. We since she's been five months old, Kaya and I've been doing money um, like affirmations in the meal in the mirror. So we do. I love money and money loves me. Money comes into my life freely and I love it. And she practices with me and we do those on a regular basis. And I truly believe that her mindset's going to be different. 
And, you know, we take a different approach to when we're purchasing things or when we are talking about money, it's in a better light. She won't have the issues that you had growing up. She won't. And really shifting scarcity mindset um, is huge because you get stuck in it. I got stuck in it, you know, a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, goodness, goodness, I'm purging money and purging money and purging money. I mean, we started a podcast, right? So like getting in that scarcity. <laughs> hemorrhage hemorrhage, <of> cash. <laughs> hemorrhage <hashtag. laughs> uh, So that's scary. And how quickly you can flip back there. But reframing that, like, I love money. Like, I'm okay. Like, we're fine. And it There's doesn't sound gross. Be more. It's not a bad thing. No. Money is a tool. It is a tool and it allows us more freedom. So, and there is plenty of it out there for all of us. And so with my daughter, we really are careful and cautious about how we speak about things, about purchases and not saying we shouldn't do that or this because of money. So we really, I I think we're changing that really drastically for her. And we're continuing to learn as we go, but she's going to view money differently. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm noticing is conversations that I'm having with friends. So I've had a friend for years. She is like, she is the epitome. Like when you look in the dictionary of like badass boss babe, like her picture is front and center. She's never, it, it always, like when I first met her, I was always just sort of like befuddled. I'm like, she talks so freely about how much money she makes. And yeah, granite, like she she makes a lot of money, like numbers that kind of make you like, go, whoa, she didn't come to play. <laughs> and she's she doesn't apologize for it. She doesn't make excuses. She knows like I started as a rookie and now I am an expert in my field and I get rewarded fairly for what I do. And someday she's like, they don't pay me enough money for this shit. And I'm like. They pay you half a million dollars a year. You don't get paid enough. <laughs> she, for for whatever reason, how she was programmed from a little girl, she was she figured out her worth. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are just kind of late to the game, and so it's so fun. Like I've always had that relationship with that particular friend, but now I'm noticing like my conversations with my sister, Mark, and I have really candid conversations with his parents about money. Um, my conversations are getting a little bit friendlier about money with my parents. Um, but it's so much fun when you can find your tribe of people where we can have a conversation about money and it's not gross. It's not yucky in it. And it's you don't have to apologize for having money. Like why why should you be embarrassed and apologize because you're successful? No, it's bullshit. And, and honestly, like the the longer we stay in scarcity mindset, the less money we have. So I'm yeah. gonna get woo-woo here on you because that's my jam. And I truly, truly believe this. If you stay in scarcity mindset, you will always be in scarcity mindset. Things will not change for you. Like your life will be in, like you'll be living life in scarcity. And so shifting that and really reframing your mindset is where you are going to see a change. And until you truly believe it, it's not going to change. No. Unless you're gifted something so incredible and you get really lucky. It's not going to. So well, releasing that. a lot of times that, people squander that away because they haven't done the work yeah. and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, you hear those stories. Oprah did a show years ago. It was all people that lottery winners and the majority of the people in the audience had already lost all the money because... We don't know what to do with it. Because their money mindset was so screwed up to begin yeah. with. Getting a windfall doesn't all of a sudden make people figure out their money mindset. It doesn't. You got to figure right. it out 
usually when you're kind of in the middle of making the money, <laughs> not when you already made it. It's, that it's messy too late. middle, that messy middle that we live in. Yeah. yeah. It's just so wonderful, like all the tools that you can do with money. Absolutely. It gives you freedom to help others. It gives you freedom to like live a bigger life and what that looks like for you, not just to purchase material things either, to do so much more with your life because of it, to be comfortable, to have like more freedom and flexibility, you know, what you can do for your family, for your children and for yourself. It's incredible. And, you know, to go back, Beth, to talk about friendships and is speaking with other people, I don't really have that. You are the one friend that I can have a full like conversation uh, full dis- like no disclosure converse you know conversation Not about to make money. Any excuses about no it. excuses. I can openly talk to you about it, and thank God I have you because that has for sure helped me throughout this journey and and helped Ryan as well. So like you and Mark are probably those people for us, and it's all about finding. You know, it feels like so many times I'm trying to do this like delicate dance of like, okay, can I talk to this friend about this, but not that, right? Like we can talk about money here, but we can't talk about it here. And I have a lot of small business friends and a lot of really successful small business friends. And that doesn't mean money mindset and health or healthy money mindset comes along with that. So like navigating those business waters with them and sharing like what we're learning, but still having these like boundaries, like where you can only go so far or you're looked at as that you think you're better than them or like that you're at some different, like it's just, it's very unhealthy, right? So that is something that I am right now trying to grow and really trying to find my community there. And it's like, it's taking a little bit. It's really taking a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read a I read a thing. I, I guess one of the things that always kind of lingered in the back of my mind was like, you know, money, like the old biblical thing, like money is the root of all evil. And I think that saying gets thrown around very cavalierly. And mm-hmm. is even that the right word? Um, it's. I don't know, that sentence, that phrase just has never really sat well with me. And I heard something a couple of years ago and I was like, yes, this is it. So someone had said, um, money just makes you more of what you already are. If you're a good person, money's going to make you a better good person. Mm -hmm. If you're a generous person, more money in your life is going to make you more generous. Absolutely. If you're an asshole, having more money is just going to make you a bigger asshole. If you're stingy and live in scarcity, having money, you're just going to you're just going to have that on a bigger level. And I was like, that makes so much sense because I'm like, I'm a good person. I feel like I'm really generous with my time and my resources. And like, I'm like, open my house to like, come on over. Let's the more the merrier. (laughs) And I'm like, why would me all of a sudden like really taking my career to the next level and truly making the kind of money that I want to make, why would that all of a sudden automatically turn me into an asshole? I guess was the thing like when I was younger, I'm like, why? Like this doesn't even logically make sense. I'm not a yucky person. So why would I all of a sudden become a yucky person if I made money? And I feel like when I heard that phrase of like, money will just make you more of what you already are was like, oh, thank God. Like this is so freeing. Like, I am not a dick. I'm not going to become more of a dick because I have money because that's not who I am. No. And, you know, we're so worried what other people think of us. Yes. And the reality is their opinions are none of our business. (laughs) None of our freaking business. None of our freaking business. Yeah, that's really hard, too. Really, really hard. So having these conversations and opening yourself up is like really feels like you're putting yourself on a limb to be judged even more 
Yeah. Uh, and that's super scary. There's a lot of shame that comes with money, uh, trying to hide. You know, we experience um, in our immediate circle quite a bit of that. And and that's terrifying because what if I am successful? What, like you're downplaying your successes? Is that what you 100%, mean? hundred percent. Like you downplay your successes. And I know I'm not alone in this. Downplay your no, success. you're not. Because you fear the judgment or I've what that looks like I've been in dating like relationships where I haven't told people how successful I was because yeah. I didn't want them to be like, uh, she's this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the person you're, like, you're in a relationship with. And I also think something to say about this too is it's not like you make it to a certain income bracket and then you're successful, right? Or like then you have a healthy money mindset. You, it, it, it's not, there's not a number that goes along and with it. It's no whatever equation. it is it's for you. It's different for everybody. Exactly. And so just like being okay to show up for each other and like have these like healthy conversations about it, especially as women. Especially. You want to hear a funny thing that we talk about when we travel week. So I have a travel group that, so it's my sister and brother-in-law and another couple. So the six of us travel together pretty regularly and have for years. And one of the couples in the group are hysterical. But the interesting thing with the couples is of the three couples, one of them, one of the spouses grew up pretty poor. The other one grew up very comfortable middle class. So in all three of the relationships. So that dynamic is going on behind the scenes too, which throws different interactions in there. Totally. But the one thing is we, uh, the one couple was stranded in an airport one time and the wife who actually grew up in a very comfortable middle class family. Her dad was a banker. You know, she never went without in her entire life. The husband, she goes, what are we going to do? Like, we're stranded in the shitty airport all night. Like, where where are we going to go? And he looked at her and he goes, we're not poor. We have options. And she burst out laughing. And she's like, thank you. And, you know, like, are they like, million dollar ballers at that time they weren't I mean they're considerably more comfortable now but like he just and he's the guy that grew up poor you Mm -hmm. know south side Chicago like he he had it rough for a lot of years of life and he just reframed it for her so now that's our ongoing joke and so anytime anything stupid happens like we're on vacation and the car gets towed and we have to go to the (laughs) rental place and it costs us like 200 bucks to get the jeep out of the impound in hawaii we're looking at each other we're like we're not poor we have options and so it it's like a little goofy funny money money mantra and it's i don't know it's just it it's something that the the six of us all have in common and it sounds so stupid but it's like yeah like why are we stressing about this that's amazing that you have a group that you can be that comfortable with right like that's what we all truly need we right. really need our people like that is where it's at. Um, so we need some action items here, Christy. Well, well like, OK, <laughs> so a girl that's listening and she's like, OK, well, you haven't told me what I need to do. I like what 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 can I do? Like, if I get off this podcast, like, how could I really like look at money differently? What so would you, what would you tell me if, if I was asking you that? If you're feeling like icky, prickly or this resonates with you and you really want to start looking for it means your people, you should be here today. You should be here today. If you feel like these girls screw them, like they just think they're better, whatever, stick with us, please. Like stick with us because I can promise you as check we go- Check your ego at the app. Check your That's ego at the app. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're just, we're being real here. And check your ego at the app and like stick with us because we cannot even tell you enough how life-changing this is. And for we want that for you. So- Let's talk about maybe three things you can do today to help shift your money mindset. Yeah, love it. 
What do you suggest? Would you say, uh, first thing, go get Jen Sincero's book. Um, Download it. Hell to the yes. Go get it old school. Run, don't walk. Run, don't walk, power through it. And this is not, we're not getting money from Jen Sincero for this. We truly believe this is really life changing. Um, but she's absolutely welcome on this podcast. Just just putting that out just there one that more out time. There, Jen. One more time. Uh, practice money mantras. Would you say that, Beth? Oh my gosh, yes. So go look in the mirror in the morning. Uh, every single night, every single morning, or when you're driving in your car, you're dropping your kids off at daycare, you're in the Starbucks line grabbing that iced latte, you know, whatever you're doing, you're going to a showing appointment, like start practicing these money mantras. They are going to feel so ridiculous at first. It's awkward as hell. Yeah. So it's weird. And you're like, why am I getting so woo woo? But just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. I love money. Money loves me. If that's all you can do, do it. Money comes into my life freely. And I love it. Like, I am worthy of money. Like, all of these things, just practice them and say them over Write and over. Write them on a post-it and put it on your visor if you forget. A hundred percent. And you know what? Like, ease into telling your children if you have children, right? Like, right. let's shift that. Ease into having a conversation about it with your spouse. It might not be easy. No. It might look at you like you're a total freak. It's okay. It's totally okay. Uh, and they've looked at you like that probably many times, right? So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> at least mine has. Um, so, I think third thing, like, go find your people, right? Heck yeah. Find your tribe. Who in life do you know right now? We all have to have one person, right? Who do you know right now that you can have a safe money conversation with? If it's just one, go find them and have it. Yeah. Start having those conversations. If you have no one, start searching, Put that out there. Start talking about it. Start- the minute you put it into the universe, the universe is going to plop someone into your lap that you least expected to have a conversation about finances and money and how that feels for you and how that what that looks like in your life. A hundred percent. For sure it will. Yeah. So those are three things. Um, we are so excited for you to go do those. Once you do, let us know. Hit us up on social media uh, and let us know if that is helping you change or shifting your mindset or also like what are you doing like teach us something what are you doing to like help your healthy money mindset well girls what did you think (laughs) did this rub you the wrong way like you know i mean it it's not the easiest thing to talk about um our whole goal with having this conversation today was we want you to feel inspired we want you to go find your tribe of people that you can have these conversations with um We want you to like start digging in like, oh, yeah, I didn't even really realize that was a thing. And maybe maybe we just brought this to light for you today and you're like, oh, my gosh, what have these two unleashed in me? We're happy we did that for you. And if we're We're not going to apologize that we did that for you. No. And we want you to (laughs) dig in and do the work. (laughs) Absolutely. And we're doing it right alongside you. And absolutely. you, we are the only people right we now. We are you both can, a work in progress. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, we are. And we're Don't think it. we have this shit all figured out, people, because we do not. <laughs> we do not. Uh, we, if we're the only ones that you can think of right now that you can comfortably talk to, like go inbox leave us, us a comment, in, inbox us, direct message us, like let us be, be that cheerleader for you. Because honestly, these are some of the toughest waters I think you're ever going to navigate. I really, really, truly yes. do. So yes. if this episode pissed you off, rubbed you the wrong way, I really, 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 I beg you, encourage you, like, please stick with us. You are literally right where you need to be. I have been in your shoes and I am rooting you on. And just please don't stop listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. Until next time, ladies, keep your face off that bus bench.
keep celebrating and talking about money and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.